Welcome to Be The Light with Coach Zakia Robinson. In this show, we will be interviewing LaShare Pierce on what it's like to be single. And of course, I'm going to be talking about what it's like to be married in today's time. If you are single or married, you may want to tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. Welcome everybody to Be The Light with Coach Zakia Robinson. And today I have LaShare Pierce on the show. How are you today? I am doing well. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How are you? I am well. So today, everybody, we we all have journeys that we take, right? And sometime along those journeys, we also have relationship questions that sometimes come up. And so I am a person who's been married for seven years. Lashea, she is a single woman right now, woman of God <laughs> and um, destined for greatness. And we're going to basically be talking about married life, marriage life versus single life mm-hmm. in God. Because we know that sometimes when you're looking for that relationship, looking for that, that man or woman of God or that um, woman of God, it's like sometimes it's hard to find those qualities that you're right. looking for because a lot of people is just unfortunately not serving God. And so, or you will find that person, but then they may not have the same beliefs as you. And so tell me a little bit about that. Like how have that journey been for you so far? Well, um, I'm a person who has been in all different types of relationships, um, but I don't think I've ever really been in a meaningful relationship that was steered with God. Um, I always believed that I, whoever I was in a relationship with, I could bring them to Christ Mm -hmm. and that I could win them over and they would believe what I believe. But it was always so much harder to get them to believe what I believe in. Um, And realistically, it did pull me away from Christ a little bit, even though I told myself it wouldn't. Mm. Um, It definitely did. Like I would stop going to church on Sundays or it would be hard to just go because I would be going by myself. Right. Um, And really just trying to win them over because I want everyone to go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That part. And yeah, it was just really difficult. Um, And I just really believe having God in your life is is honestly the best thing because it puts your relationship in a pivotal a pivotal way to be able to win because um, right. we all go through different things in our relationships but having God first is what sets you up to win in the long run absolutely so let me ask you this um you know because I'm, I'm a person who has been like I said married uh, for seven years this is my second marriage okay um I end up in divorce with the first one through um, abuse which we actually gonna have a second show talking about relationship red flags so y'all be on the lookout for that but today I wanted to know from you like what is a benefit? to being single for you? Like, what do you see as a benefit to single life um, right now? The benefit I see to being single is having time to myself, Mm. getting to know myself, um, taking myself out on dates and really just getting to know myself better. Um, And honestly, not having anything to worry about when I come home. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to cook if I don't want to. It's just, it's so many different factors, but honestly, I just really love being in my own space. So I would probably just say really getting to know myself is honestly probably the best benefit in single season. Okay. All right. I want to read this scripture where it says Hebrews 13 and 17 NLT version says, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. 
that would certainly not be for your benefit. And then I also want to read one more scripture to go with that. Ephesians 5, 22 through 25 reads, For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so your so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything for husbands. This means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. And so when it, yeah. So when it comes to singleness, um, what is your thoughts when it comes to submission? Cause so many people have a hard it's a daunting word. <laughs> so many people literally is like, I'm ready for marriage. But then right. they get in the marriage and it's like, I'm so not ready to submit. Right. Like I got to Like you get the final say, like, how does this work? Like, right. what is your thoughts on that? Well, I'm naturally an independent woman. <laughs> I like doing my own thing when I want to do it. So, but honestly, I think submission, it becomes a beautiful thing when it's, mm -hmm. when it's under the right man of God and coming from, me just personally not having a, such a strong relationship with men or just authority, I believe having the best submission to a man is someone who God sends you, the right, the right person that God sends you because it will just flow naturally and you'll want to submit to them. Um, but if it's not, then it's just force and then you just feel like, I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> right. But um, submission, it can be daunting, but it's beautiful through Christ. And honestly, the Bible talks about it and how beautiful it can be. And Honestly, without the man, there's no woman. We did come from them and their ribs. So <laughs> um, it's just a beautiful process, honestly. And being able to, to to submit to who God brings in your life is a beautiful thing because that means you're under his protection. You're under his covering. And there's something so beautiful in that, just being able to rest behind the man. Amen. I will say, like, coming into um, my marriage, I did not have the relationship with God that I have now. And so a lot of the times I felt like submit, like, okay, I want to control my own money. I want to control right. what's the final say in decisions. Right. <laughs> but I think a lot of times some people can get, um, not not overwhelmed, but they can overlook some of the benefits because like they're held at a higher standard than right. we are. They're going to have to answer to why you led your family this way and mm. why, what made you make that decision? Was that an irrational decision? Did you do that out of just because you felt like because you can make the final say you did that? Right. They have a higher standard that they're going to have to answer to God on. And I want to point this out because it says that husbands also have to submit to Christ mm -hmm. and being a wife and submitting to my husband. That also means that I'm submitting myself to Christ. It's right. not just to my husband. Right. OK. And then it also says um, women submit to Christ and husband, which is what I just stated. Mm -hmm. And so as I as my husband submits to Christ, I submit to my husband and Christ and the thing is, is what um, I had to realize is that I read a book called um, Spiritual Authority, and it's by Watchman Nee. I highly recommend it for anyone who's getting ready to be married, thinking about marriage, or you just need to know like the seriousness that God takes when it comes to submission and authority. Um, I highly recommend that book. But I started to realize after reading that book is that when I get an attitude, I'm not just getting an attitude with my husband, but I'm getting an attitude with God because yeah. he's placed him 
before me, you know, in front of me. I right. chose him as my leader. I said yes. So when you say yes, you're saying yes to everything. Okay. Right. And a lot of times we forget that when that heated conversation comes up yeah. or that heated <laughs> debate comes up or that final decision making comes up. And it's like, whoa. And it's like, no, remember, you said yes to that. You chose this person to be your, your headship, your leader. Right. So now... If you don't like what's being said, you have to take that to God and pray like, God, if I'm wrong, please show me if my right. husband's wrong, please show me. And God will make a way. He will right. show you the vision. He will show you the dream. Um, and then the last thing about that is when you have a unity, a, a, a unity together as one, meaning both of you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. God has the ability to deal with you both. Right. All right. But when you choose someone who's not walking that walk, not living the life that you're living, you know, they're living unholy and they're not doing the things that you're doing and what your beliefs is when it comes to God, then now you're in trouble. Yeah. I know I just gave you a mouthful. I evenly yoked. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what, what is your thoughts on this? Um, honestly, it's it's beautiful. I mean, you know, just it's it's kind of like comparing the difference between worldly relationships and godly relationships and Relationships are hard anyways, but relationships can also be beautiful too. Mm -hmm. And choosing someone that God sends you is a lot easier than it is being with someone who is not of God. And it's just much harder. And it's like you're you're trying to push through a wall mm -hmm. that doesn't break down. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> trying to break through cement <laughs> right. without a hammer. And so um, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, when you get into a relationship, even to a marriage, that's for life. Like you want to get into a relationship. It's not like you're going to, okay, we're married for 10 years and then we, our contract is up and then we just go and find someone else to right. marry. <laughs> like, no, this is for life. So you want to make sure the person that you're deciding to be with is someone that God sends and someone who's going to guide you and grow with you. Mm -hmm. And not only just that, but you're building a legacy. You're building right. a legacy for future kids if that's what you decide. Even just as also with careers, but you want someone that you can feel safe with, someone mm -hmm. who can hold all of you like Jesus does. And it's super beautiful. And so let me ask you this. What are some ways that you have been preparing yourself? Okay. Because as a woman of God, you know, you're looking for a certain type of person. You want obviously a, a man of God that's going to mm -hmm. lead you and lead the family. What are some things that you have been doing to prepare yourself that you think could benefit for other people that's listening? Absolutely. Um, taking yourself on dates. Mm. I know that sounds cliche, but it's, oh, I did that it's so beautiful. Um, I am a big person on spending time with yourself because if you don't know what you like being in yourself, you're going to be lonely in your marriage mm. and you don't want that. You want to be fulfilled within yourself. So take yourself out on dates, go to the movies with me. I love to read. I love music. So I would um, take my journal and I'll say, okay, Jesus, we're going mm. to books a million. We're going to Barnes and Noble and we're going to have a date. And that was some of the most precious times for me because I not only got to know myself better, but I got to know Jesus better in a much more deeper way. And I felt more fulfilled in that. Um, and really just getting to know myself and loving myself um, so that I could be whole when I do get into a relationship and become married. OK, so some of the things I did the exact same thing, actually, I started to date myself because, like I said, I had a roller coaster to get where I'm at. But once I got there, I realized, like, I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when you're in relationships that takes from you and don't give back, right. you tend to lose who you are. Right. And so because before coming to the marriage and, you know, and into God, I literally started saying, you know what, who am I? What mm -hmm. is it that I like? Um, right. You know, because the thing is. If you don't know who you are, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard for you to invite another person into your space. Exactly. Because now you're trying to figure out, okay, I'm just doing this because this person likes to do this or I'm just mm-hmm. going along with it. Like you have to find self. Absolutely. Also, you have to get inner healing for yourself because a lot of people, they've been through trauma. Mm-hmm. They've been through things that have hurt them in the past, things that's mm-hmm. not even dealing with relationships, but they just deal with inter- internal stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have to get those things worked out, which was a big mistake for me when I got married. I did not realize that that I had a lot of baggage. I didn't realize I had walls that was still that was still up. I didn't realize that I picked up characteristics from um you know my my ex-spouse and it was just like wow like I didn't realize that until after I got married. Gotcha. And then I end up having to go through, you know, honestly, just speaking, I would have been on divorce number two if it wasn't for my husband. Mm-hmm. And that's because he literally he prayed for me. He fasted for me. He he knew what to do for God to open up this door for my healing. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I didn't even realize that he's up at three. I knew he was up at three <laughs> or four o'clock in the morning, but I just thought he was up, not knowing that he was up praying, not knowing that he was up fasting, not knowing that he was up reading his word and seeking God for me and seeking for direction. But when you get into a marriage that that person don't have that foundation, that's when it crumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would highly encourage anyone who is thinking about marriage or, you know, your own marriage number two. And you're like, you know what? It's looking like it's getting ready to end just like marriage number one. I encourage you to go through inner healing. Um, I am a life coach and you can feel free to go to be the light dot live and sign up for coaching. I've been through multiple things in life. You know, I'm very um I guess you could say worldwide spread when it comes to (laughs) (laughs) being able to help people. And the thing is, that's what it's about. I didn't go through this to keep it to myself. I didn't heal to keep it to myself. We go through things so that we can help others. We go through things so that we can um, share our testimony because in your testimony, it heals not just yourself, but it heals others. Um, And so another thing I wanted to mention about that scripture was that Um, husbands are to love their wives. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think a lot of marriages and and what just came to my mind is that, you know, when you're in a dating phase, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is like bubbles, all All tingles (laughs) and warm and just like, oh yes, this is the person, you know, all the lights come on Mm -hmm. and then you get married and then it's like, womp, womp, womp. Want. Like what just happened of. here? Like <laughs> did he just get comfortable? Like what is this? Or never she, get comfortable? Like who is this person? I didn't realize she looked like this without all her makeup and hair. Like what's going on? Who did I marry? <laughs> and now you're like, what is it? What is, what am I going to do? And then life happens, mm-hmm. finances happen, raising kids. You realize, like, oh my goodness, like we don't have the same ideas on how to raise a kid. We didn't go to a premarital start smart or something like that, something to help us along the way. And it's like, wow, like now what? We're married. I don't love this person. I don't like this person. I'm stuck with this person. And unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of people get into a marriage and like six months later, it's like almost a shambles. Um, Do you have any fears when it comes to that? Like, what does it look like for you when you think about marriage and relationship and like the things that you would be given up for a marriage coming up out of a singleness. Um, I'm definitely, I was, I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say I am a little afraid of marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just because I, I guess I have these expectations of myself, you know, the cook, to clean, to do all this. And it's like, as a kid, I was so spoiled. My mom cooked everything. (laughs) So, you know, and not only just that, but it's like, 
you know, when the makeup is off, like, will he still see me as beautiful? And, right. um, and really just never like stop dating each other. Like, I mm. wonder if like, we'll ever, like, if we'll just get comfortable or will we continue to date each other? Like we were in our dating phase. Um, and I, I guess I'm just, I just know marriage is a lifetime commitment and I want to make sure when I marry someone that I can love them to our dying day unconditionally. and unconditionally and the way Christ loves them. Um, mm-hmm. and it can love me the way Christ loves me. Um, and so just thinking about marriage, it's like a little bit of scariness, but also beautifulness at the same time, because I've wanted to be married and be a wife, um, since I was a little girl. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where I just like lay it at God's feet and say, this Mm -hmm. is something completely new. And also walking into a marriage, you become a totally different person than where you were in your single life. And so your single life is just kind of like the stepping stone, like premarital, um, counseling that helps you towards getting into your marriage because both of you become different people in your marriage as a union. Mm -hmm. So, um, a little scared, but also excited at the same time. And imagine seeing a little me running around. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about love, okay? I want to read 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. And it says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable irritable, or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Like we know that God is love, right? And okay. then God tells men that they need to love their wife right. and and I had to ask myself like why don't God tell us like why didn't he make that a part for women but that's mm-hmm. because we already love right. you know we, we're naturally, we're naturally right that's we naturally nurture nurtures and we automatically love and sometimes a lot of us we love hard right um but God knew that our area was submission <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can take it all the way back to Eve you know she all took right. the fruit she you know got her husband to eat it and then mm-hmm. now God was like you know what we can't have no more Eve's running around <laughs> but he was mad at Adam most because he was the head right right and then they passed everything over to Satan like it was a serpent <laughs> so um <laughs> and so the part that I wanted to really emphasize on is love is patient and kind mm-hmm. when you're going through those difficult times remember it's patient mm-hmm. it's kind just like God is with us and if we mess up and he's able to forgive us we got to be just as quick to forgive others Correct. not just our spouse but people and then it says it does not envy or boast a lot of times people get into relationships and they get jealous of each other jealous of the talents or trying to beat each other to the task and it's like hey we're supposed to be working as a team right um and so, but unfortunately, jealousy, enviness, all of this comes up. And I'm basing this all on marriage and, um, you know, marriage at this moment. Okay. Cause this can go, envy can go on being jealous of someone's and what they have. It can just go so far with that. And then it is not arrogant and rude. Um, what, what just hit my spirit is you would know a fruit by it, you know, by, by the way they, they act, by their mannerisms, by how they, how they, uh, talk to people. A lot of people say by how they treat their mom. Like, right. do you look at that as like when you're dating someone, like yes. how they treat their mom? I look at all of that. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I gotta know that you can hold me. Like, I, I gotta know that you can care for me and I want to see how you treat your family right. because ultimately that will determine how you treat me. Okay. And then um, it says it does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable and so or resentful. And, you know, of course, we already read the whole scripture, but I wanted to really emphasize on that because a lot of times I think that in marriage, we feel like, oh, I don't love this person anymore. 
So I don't need to do all these things. I can be rude. I can, you know, just do what I want to do. I don't have to submit. I don't have to love her. I don't have to do this. But then it's like, but let's go back to the to the biblical standard. What does the Bible say we're supposed to do? And how do you get back there? Um, so with being um, single and and, and just, just being out there a godly woman, how hard is it to find other single godly women friends? Like how hard is that right now? Is it hard? Is it easy? Do you have a good circle of people? What can you, how well, can you I'm encourage? I'm sitting next to my best friend. So I think I did really good. <laughs> um, typically I've come from a, a place of church hurt. So I, mm. um, and I'm a PK kid. So growing up, I always set too high of standards for my friends. Sorry. <laughs> too high of standards for my friends. Um, just because I knew the friend that I was. Mm -hmm. And it just got really to a point where I just asked God to bring the right circle of people in my life who would love like him and we could grow each other and build together. And honestly, I had to bring down some of my standards mm. because I know one of the hardest things I learned is you can't expect you from everyone. Right. Um, everyone is different. Everyone loves different. And I had to learn to accept people where they are and wherever they're at in life and be that best friend to myself first before I allow someone else to be that friend to me. Mm. And so once I just stopped I guess I idolizing friendship I laid it at God's feet and said I just really need you to bring the right people in my life who mm -hmm. I need um because I've always not <laughs> prayed at that I've always said what I want what I want this right. this this but I really asking God what I really need and once I just laid it at his feet he just you know began to bring the right people in my life and I'm very blessed to have a great strong support system in my life um I do not take that for granted considering that there were times I did not have that. Um, and so I I really believe in, in that scripture where it says ask and seek, and I like really seek God about what it is that you need and you want, and he will open up that door for you because ultimately he's the best father and knows what we need and want. Absolutely. I think one thing that uh, that spoke to me is is a phase of isolation. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think a lot of people before they even think about relationship is, is that isolation period. Um, getting like, a, it goes back to me saying, getting to know self, reevaluating life, mm -hmm. knowing what you want in life, knowing what you're looking for and knowing what kind of spouse you want. So I do have to ask you this. Okay. Have you started <laughs> talking to God about the type of spouse you want? Like, have you started jotting down like ideas and like, God, I want him to be like this. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you got to make it plain, people. <laughs> you got to make That's it right. clear. That's <laughs> right. I definitely made a list. And I was like, God, this is everything that I want in a man. Um, someone who's gentle, someone who's kind, someone who um, can love me past past hurts, someone who is funny, mm -hmm. um, someone if we can't cook, we'll cook together. <laughs> um, someone definitely who has Christ as the head of his life. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And um, someone who loves to travel, uh, someone who likes to build together, someone who wants to have a family um, one day. Um, there's so many there for, you know, different things on my list. But the main thing is somebody who's compassionate, someone who's a listener, who's patient. And, you know, everything that, you know, First uh, Corinthians 13 speaks on, that's like, that's just like the basics of it. Mm -hmm. um, definitely someone who, you know, um, has 
God is ahead of his life and leads him and someone who can lead me. Um, because Absolutely. ultimately, you know, all the time as women, we're not going to know all the answers. We're mm -hmm. there to just nurture our, our families, but is ultimately the man of the house who makes the decisions. And of course he comes to his wife and, you know, they make the decisions together, but ultimately he's the head. So he has to have God above him so that he can be able to lead us well. Mm -hmm. Um, the big yeah. part that what what I like is that you know what you want and men, ladies, like y'all need to know exactly what you want. It's like a lot of times we're asking God for things, but we're not being detailed. Yeah. Um, and then when you get what you get and it's like, OK, OK, they, they, they OK, I got the godly part. But God, what happened <laughs> about the cooking? What happened about the cook cleaning? What what happened about this? And it's like, yeah, you just said you want a godly person. Hey, they got to be specific. <laughs> and so and a man um, that can dress. Yes. <laughs> I love fashions. So he's yeah. got to be able to clean himself up well. <laughs> and so that that's what I love. You you heard all her qualities, y'all. So I need to get your paper, get your um, pens, right. start jotting down what you are expecting God to give you. And he will give you that because I'm a person who was like, I just want my man to stay out of the kitchen, you know, and guess what he does? He stayed out of the kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, can we re, <laughs> re, uh, talk about this? Right. <laughs> but you know, something, not even just asking like, what do you, what is it that you want in a man? But ultimately a lot of times as women, we don't, pray and ask God, help me to prepare myself yes. to be the woman of God for the husband that I'm asking for. Yes. Or the man of God. Or the man yeah. of God that I'm marrying. Like you, like men, you need to ask the same thing. Like, this is what I want in a wife, but also, you know, this is who I need to become as a man of God to be able to lead right. the well. Right. Because you don't want God to send you any, anything. So you don't right. want to be anything to someone else. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so I like that. Um, but all right, everybody, I, I'm really excited about this show. I really hope that this helped you. And actually, I'm going to be writing up some tips later, kind of just re-illustrating what we have said, some different ideas that can help you along your way of either finding your spouse or some different ideas that can help you to like, okay, I'm in this marriage. Now I need to figure out what to do now. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have a struggling marriage or a marriage that is in dying need, I mean, like divorce, you're talking about splitting up. I highly recommend Live the Life. Mm -hmm. They are a family and marriage ministry. And what they do is they help people to, to save their marriages. And they've had people to the point where they were ready to get divorced and they have torn up their papers through a program called Hope Weekend. It's here in Tallahassee. It's also in other areas of Florida. Again, it's called Live the Life. I re highly recommend do not get divorced if it's worth saving. Um, just go back to that first day that you met your, your spouse and try to remember those memories because the enemy, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And the first thing he's trying to take is families because yeah. after he takes the family away, everything else begins to just happen. And so I hope this message um, really encouraged you. Again, if you are looking for um, any life coaching or anything like that, please go to be the light dot live or live. All right. All right. And blessings on your day. And we out. All right. <laughs>